Kathy Hogan is the uh, minority leader in the North Dakota State Senate. Had a l- number of issues we wanted to talk to her about. She's representing District 21, which is, well, I would call not far North Fargo, but uh, certainly North Fargo. Uh, Senator Hogan, good to have you on News and Views. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Joel. Good to be with you. We've been having a big debate today about local control and about what's happening in the in the legislature, how certain individuals who say they're for local control seem to be taking away local controls. Is there any mindset, any any mood that's bringing some of the individuals that aren't that far right to, to come talk to your caucus and your people so a coalition can be formed? Um, I think there are a number of coalitions throughout this session. And, it's you know, you make friends with different kinds of peoples when you're in this situation. I think the thing that's different is we have a lot of new members who do not understand that most government is done by local entities. And so I think it's it's, um, a lack of understanding and really appreciating what school boards do, what park boards do, what cities do, what counties do. I think it's in some ways we have so many new people who don't understand the basic structures of government. But but Senator Hogan, you don't get to be House Majority Leader without having been there for a while, and yeah. and you know Leader Lafour has been there for a while, and he's the one that introduced you know the book banning bill. I mean, th- there's a mindset, there's an attitude here, and uh, you know I'm starting to see more and more examples of these bills that it's like okay. They can put bills in like this. They've, the people have put in foolish bills before, but they're passing, and that's what's got the red flag up for me. It's a huge red flag. I mean, I think, and particularly the book banning bill makes no sense to me because it really violates federal law and court-established standards and, and really making all kinds of false allegations about public entities that simply aren't true. People are making saying schools are doing things or libraries are doing things that aren't happening. And they're trying to regulate a non-existent problem. So when when you look at how things are going, so oftentimes talk show hosts like me, we notice the the lightning rods. I get that. That I mean this book branding, this you know, this whole attitude, you can go shoot your neighbor's dog kind of an attitude by some of these individuals and and they're winning. I get that they're winning, but sometimes you lose sight of some of the good that might be happening. Uh, When you look at this legislative session and you look at your caucus and some of what they're working towards, I mean, what am I missing Kathy that needs to have some light of day shined on it as well? I think the interesting one right now is some of the things that are happening on property tax relief. And there are a bunch of property tax relief bills in But yesterday we voted on, uh, again, another significant increase in school funding through the foundation aid program. And that and and lowering of school board mill levies, which I think that was an exciting kind of issue. We have uh, we passed the second bill, the largest expansion of the homestead tax credit that I think I've ever seen going really into lower middle-class families, I think we may actually, it's about $130 million, will help low and moderate income. So those are some of the successes, particularly, we always hear about property tax. We never hear about income tax. And I think we are 
as a body really trying to do property tax relief. That that does fly in the face of what Governor Burgum set out to do in, in his agenda. Have you heard from the governor's office? Has has your counterparts on the other side of the aisle been speaking to the governor? Because it seems like there's going to be a showdown then. There will be a showdown. And 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 it's one of the things that uni- that's uniting all of us, I think, right now, is this property tax focus. And again, it's so complex and it's so invisible that I think it's important to remember. So there are things like that happening. So when, when you take a look at some of the, the issues that just kind of go beyond me why we are even debating this. I mean, what's the mood? What's the attitude in the hallways, for example, when it comes to paying for student uh, lunches at, at uh, you know, K-12 schools? I have been shocked because many of those bills on the school lunch programs, even the study to establish an establishment to look at um, food insecurity in North Dakota was defeated. Now, food insecurity is a major crisis in both urban and rural areas, the lack of grocery stores, the school lunch issues. But that bill was defeated, even the study of it. It, it, it was disturbing to me because sometimes I think we don't want to talk about real problems. And food insecurity is a real problem, just like housing and homelessness is a real problem. And so we just kill bills that try and frame the issue so it's so we can close our eyes to what people need. So, I mean, how long till crossover? What are we looking at? Um, we're going to be out on Wednesday next week. So we have five, three days, five days of, of committee meeting, floor, floor discussions now to finish. See, normally by the time you get to crossover, you know, a lot of these bills that that got the attention and even the attention of the nation, they've been they've been killed. They're done. You know, it, 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 but that isn't happening this time, Senator Hogan. It is not happening. So we're going to have significantly more bills to deal with after crossover. And we have, I would say, 25 percent of our bills are what I call silliness bills. Silliness bills are bills that really are trying to address a problem that doesn't exist or trying to micromanage a local government or a library or a family. You know, we have a lot of silly bills this session. I, I always wondered how, if you counted them up this this time, how many pieces of legislation are being passed because of something another state did and that wasn't happening whatsoever in North Dakota? I think I think more than I've ever seen. I mean, I've been in since 2000. I've been in session since 2011, and and there are ten plate bills that are sent to us from national organizations that have an agenda, and I've never seen as many in this session. I'll bet you, I bet you, we probably have 20 percent of our bills are that type of bill. I, I was trying to explain to people yesterday on News and Views how this works in terms of some of these bills, just the process. And I won't throw names and get you stuck because you got to go work with them the next day. But there are bills that are that are put in based upon certain organizations that end up being report card bills. I don't think that the legislator themselves thought the bill was going to pass. They just put it in because it would make them popular with a certain group. And quite frankly, Kathy, get a donation. I mean, some of these bills are put in to get a certain ranking 
uh, from a group, whether it be the NRA, whether it be pro-life, whether, I mean, pick a group of the, the proud boys. I don't care. Pick a group, but you know, they just want to, to offer their services to those folks. And is anyone calling them out? Is anyone taking them to task uh, in the, you know, okay, let me explain to you. You remember me from when I was in and we knew each other quite well then. You were my go-to person on all things human services. Did anyone look at these individuals banning these books and and say, hey, when you were in high school, did you ever look at a Playboy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not on those committees. Yeah. So this, yeah, I, that's a great line. I, I think the discussion about having anything related to sex, I mean, the Bible is full of sex. <laughs> Do we buy, ban the Bible because of references to sexual activity? I mean, I don't think sometimes we think things through. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just don't know. Is there any examples you want to give people? I know you got to get back to committee and to work, and we pulled you away, but is there anything you want to make sure people know out there? Because you have their ear now, and if you want them to call certain legislators, is there anything you want to bring to their attention? I think I think the, my concern is child care. As you know, that's my number one agenda. And I am concerned that the legislature doesn't want to, to increase funding to the level that we got during COVID, let alone provide additional funding. I think child care is still going to be one of our major, major challenges even after the session. And, and we're considering little pieces of it and some of it's passing, but I don't think we're doing enough. So child care continues to be a major challenge. Yeah. And so, so that's my third. And then the other issue is banned. We had a bill this week that would have banned anyone in North Dakota from getting a COVID vaccine. There could be no COVID vaccine. And the personal choice in the name of freedom. And so I wouldn't have the freedom to, if I wanted a Pfizer or Moderna booster, I couldn't get it in the state of North Dakota. And I think that level of extremism is something that we don't see. I've never seen that. I mean, and, and really, and banning, there's the, there's discussion about banning all vaccines now. And so we've gone from concerns about using an emergency use vaccine to really banning all vaccines, which terrifies me. This is what scares me the worst, Kathy, is we're, we're always constantly trying to attract people to North Dakota to live here. Uh, to work here, to raise a family here, to go to church with us, to do all of these things, right? But what ends up happening? What I mean, bills like this get in, they get national attention, they hit the national radar, and then the next thing you know, people are saying, where in the heck is that? You know, and, and you lost them. I mean, you, you lost the ability to recruit pe- people of a certain intellect, people that are intelligent, because they don't want to live next to somebody like that. I, I had a great discussion with Stockman last night about needing to have some state-run meatpacking, probably not a big operation, but a small, mid-sized meatpacking and specialty meatpacking and shipping and those kinds of things. And we needed new workers. And the group said, we probably need immigrants to come. And they all said, well, would your community welcome them? And they all said, well, that would be a problem. <laughs> I know. What does that tell you? Well, well, but they were really open and honest about it. And so I think sometimes our ideology gets in, in place, replaces our common sense. Yeah. 
Kathy, keep fighting the good fight. Thank you for coming on, and I appreciate you doing what you do. Thanks. Good to talk to you all.